record. There we go. KBN. All right, here we go. Ooh, welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for you. I have Ann Ryerson, who played Katie in Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Katie, she was a paintball company executive in the movie. Hi, Anne. How are you doing? I'm, I'm very, very good. Thank you. And, and thank you for having me. <laughs> My, the pleasure is all mine. 30, I think it was 30 years ago we shot that movie, right? About that, 30, 35, something like that. Yeah, yeah, even more than 30. Yep. Well, it's funny because I just had on uh, last Friday, this past Friday, I had a Cin- uh, Cindy Can- uh, Kenya on uh, the show. Cindy, what was her last name? Kenya from, uh, she was in the movie as Annette. You know, I have to tell you that in our scenes, yep. they were very isolated. You know, I think you know that it was yep. me and the three guys, Whitney and Matthew Faison and Alan Blumenthal. Yep. And we shot our scenes together, but we didn't get to interact with any of the other cast members. We never really? met them or anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah. yeah. The way, the way movies are shot, you, you know, you, you do your scene, but you frequently don't get to see other people in the movie. Right. Exactly. So the first question I have for you is how did you get your start into acting? Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, that's a long story. Um, <laughs> I think that even as a child, I was a very good mimic. I could mimic my neighbors, which really made my mother laugh very heartily. <laughs> and um you know, I could dance and I could sing and everything when I was very, very young. At, I'm, I, and I grew up in a tiny suburb of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Right. Mm-hmm. And I can remember we had an after school drama class. You know, this was a long time ago, honey. <laughs> and so I got, and I, I liked it. I liked the um, pretending you were old and shuffling along and all those things in that class. Mm-hmm. And then once I was in sixth grade, I was already singing with my church choir. I was a, I was known as a singer, and I I started doing more performing even locally. Um, I performed a lot, even all the way through high school. I was in plays and in musicals. Mm-hmm. I sang with my church for years, from the time I was probably nice. ten until I was eighteen. So, all of those experiences mm-hmm. for an actor enrich you for when you begin it professionally. Mm-hmm. And when I finally began professionally was after college because mm-hmm. I did go to college. I'm a journalism major. Okay. I'm a journalism major. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, but in college I did take uh, beginning to a- beginning acting and I took some very mm-hmm. intense courses that I have to tell you changed my life. Mm-hmm. They changed my life, the courses right. in college. But I wasn't a professional actress until after I graduated college. And I went to see an improvisational theater in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. And I looked at what was going on on stage and I thought, I could do that. that." (laughs) And not long after that, I auditioned. I got into a workshop and then <laughs> three weeks after that I was on the main stage performing so awesome. um, I got in my start in Minneapolis Minnesota mm-hmm. but I had had lots of 
little experience, um, you know, lots of them leading nice. up to beginning a professional career. That's awesome. That's cool. So uh, awesome. So did you have an audition for Friday the 13th part six, Jason? Yes, I sure did. What was it like? (laughs) The funny thing is, believe it or not, a lot of people, they actually don't have auditions for some of the movies. Like there's a couple of people I interviewed that didn't have an audition. They were given the part. Well, and I believe it. I I remember very distinctly when my agent called me and said, you know, there's an audition for a a horror movie. Are you Mm -hmm. interested? I said, well, sure. You know, sure. And I said, I I can't remember if she told me anything about the part or not, but Mm -hmm. she dropped the script off to my house. In those days, we didn't send them through computers. They actually had a driver who dropped it off at your doorstep. And I read the, I'm trying to think, no, I might not have even had the script. I have to be honest. It was a long time ago. But uh, Mm -hmm. I, so I went to the interview. It wasn't too far from my house. Mm -hmm. And I knew that it was a horror movie, but I think I actually only read the script when I was in the waiting room, waiting to audition. (laughs) And I went into the audition and I said to the people, I said, now, how do I die? And they said, it's a triple beheading. I said, oh, that's good. That's fine. That's okay. (laughs) Triple beheading. Yeah, that's no problem. And uh, so, which they thought was very, very funny. And, um, you know, paintballing, you know, I, you know, I really hadn't paintballed, even though later on my son became, you know, loved paintballing. But it wasn't, you know, I was supposed to be a company exec on a weekend retreat with my cohorts, you know, so in a certain way, it was a buddy scene, right? There wasn't, yeah. It was more of like, because everybody was pissed off at you because you ended up, uh, you were like the one winning, the winner. winner. You were the winner. And And of course, we have the misogynistic guy, you know, you know, girl should be staying in the kitchen type of thing and gets his comeuppance really quickly from Jason. And then you have the other two wearing the headband that says dead on it. And literally, you know, it's going to be happening. Well, I think one of the fun things, you know, I, I, which I've talked about in the past, but is that I knew very little about Friday the 13th and the mm-hmm. whole franchise when mm-hmm. I auditioned, but Tom McLaughlin who directed it, mm-hmm knew my work and I knew him a little bit. So mm-hmm. we, we knew of each other. Nice. And um, when when he cast those roles of me and the, the three guys, mm-hmm. we were more experienced actors already by that, by that mm-hmm. point. I had probably right. already been performing for, I'd been a professional actress for about 12 years minimum, mm-hmm. minimum. Okay. And, and, and after I talked about Minneapolis, but then I, you know, where I performed for nine months on the stage doing nine shows a week. You can do the math on that. And then I then I went to Chicago and I was in the second city and I did eight shows a week for two and a half years. Wow. So when you add that all together, I did three years of either eight or nine shows a, right. a, week. a week for that many years. That's a lot of shows that That's gives a- you the experience. Exactly. So by the time I was 26, I already had a lot of stage experience. And then in Mm -hmm. Chicago, it was a very rich world for doing commercials Mm -hmm. at that time. They didn't have a lot of, and then I did a lot of live TV for PBS 
you know, mm-hmm. asking for money and we did skits and things. So right. Chicago is a good place to get a start as opposed to New right. York or Los Angeles, I think. Because mm-hmm. there was, a, again, a lot of little stuff going on. Yeah. So I also, I had a lot of experience in voiceover and I had a lot of experience on on-camera, mm-hmm. live TV. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's I, awesome. Well, so speaking about your death scene, it was a triple decapitation, obviously. How was that? Obviously, like in the final cut of the movie, it was and as it was supposed to be filmed. What like they didn't show as much because of that MPAA, you know, cut a lot of it out. I'm, that's interesting. You know that. Absolutely. Yep, yep. So how did how did they originally prep and film the death scene? Well, um, you know, you know, we prep up to the moment of Jason with his, mm-hmm. you know, the blade. And then they say cut. Right. And then and then probably if you look closely at the scene, you'll probably see it's either from Jason's viewpoint or another viewpoint. Mm-hmm. And that's when they put the full body models up. Okay. And and one of the funny th- things was um, not only did I know not know much about Friday the 13th when I mm-hmm. auditioned, but Tom McLaughlin is a really great guy, by the way. And yeah, but, I interviewed uh, him. Oh, he's, he's so fabulous. Yeah, really, really a nice person. <laughs> yes. But I didn't uh, I didn't realize that they were going to be making a full body cast of me. Mm-hmm. And so the first, you know, I went, I happened to go on a day to Paramount Studios. It was mm-hmm. very hot. And for some reason, the room was not air conditioned. Ooh. And, uh, you know, they told me to, to wear a leotard. You know, you know what a leotard is, a sleep. So I had a sleepless leotard right. because they have to try to mimic your body as exact as they can. Yeah. And the first thing they did was start covering my back in plaster. <laughs> they do the they do the back from mm-hmm. from from the neck down. Mm-hmm. And you've kind of got your arms up to the side. And okay. they do the back with strips of, you know, of wet. I want to say like paper mache, but it isn't paper mache. <laughs> you know, something that hardens into a mold. And then you lean back into the back. And, and then they start covering the front of you. And for some reason, I'm embarrassed to say, I started getting really lightheaded, probably because I'd been on my feet for so long and it was mm-hmm. really hot in that room. Mm-hmm. And they were encasing my body in plaster. And I said, <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like I'm going to, and I fainted. I fainted Ooh. dead away. And, and I came back in, encased in a complete body cast. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> but luckily I remembered pretty fast what was going on, but I mean, that would be a, yeah. It was like, whoa. But uh, they were so panicked that I had fainted. Oh my God. They were just like in a tizzy, but um, it wasn't too bad. Once I, once I came to it, it was pretty good. Um, That's good. Yeah, just just the blood went down, and you know you'd have to. You're completely, you're completely. Right. So then they take a saw and they cut it in half so that you can get out of it. Okay. Right? Wow. Yeah, yeah, like a leg cast. If you've ever had a leg cast, then they cut yeah. it because then they open the half so you can get out. Yep. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yep. And then they gave us two buckets of goo. Mm-hmm. And you stick your hand in the goo and leave it for about okay. a minute or two. And then it starts to harden. And then you have to pull your hand out. There's a lot of suction. It's like, <laughs> and then you do the other one. Yep. And then the last part is the head. Oof. 
And so, but now you're done with the other things and now it's just the head. And so they started, you know, they, I'm trying to think if they put anything in my nose at all, because if you, I don't have really big nostrils and they started to, right. you, they, you start, first of all, you can't hear anything because they cover mm -hmm. your ears. You have to close your eyes and then you can't see anything. Mm -hmm. I didn't care about any of those, two, you know, I'm vaguely claustrophobic, but when they started to put the stuff on my nose, I felt like they mm -hmm. were pressing down and that I wasn't going to be able to breathe because they had my mouth covered too. Right. You know oh I mean? boy. Yes. So I oh. And, and, and I went, mm, mm, you know, like lurch or something. And, I, mm, mm, and um, they went, oh, all right, all right. And they started slapping down. I could feel them. We'll do it as fast as we can. And so uh, they, they finished with me. And they, it was 31 minutes it took from the beginning Ooh. to the end of that. Wow. So, 31 so, minutes just for the head or for the, whole, the head and the body? Just the head. Just the head. Ooh. 31 minutes. So that just shows how much time and mm -hmm. effort went. That's just one body mold. And, right. and they had other body molds around you know, so you could see a lot of, a lot of big stars. I think I recall them saying Michael Jackson had one that a lot of stars like to keep their molds, right. especially the head. Right? <laughs> I don't, I don't recall that. They they, there is, I know there's a couple people from Friday the 13th that even keep their, their severed head. Like I know uh, Ron Sloan <laughs> from uh, part five kept his, he was there riding his, his motorbike or whatever. And then while he's riding the motorbike, he ends, the, the machete comes out and he goes right into the machete. So oh. he kept that, he kept that head. And, um, and it's funny because uh, the director, Danny Steinman told Ron, he said, he said, um, I don't, he goes, I don't care like when you have to fall out, what happens or anything or what you do to that bike. But that camera is about a, is about, is about a, you know, what it was like $15,000 camera or something like that. He said, he said, if you ruin that camera, cause the camera was like right on the, his head, like on the bike yeah. itself. So oh, he said like, when I'm you crash it, you better crash it this way. Cause if you break that camera, I'm breaking you. <laughs> I listen, I understand ours was not so dangerous because, yeah. <laughs> but so the guys, uh, you know, got to had you know, obviously mm. everybody they they made our bodies. They have to match our skin tone too. Mm. You know, they yeah. if you're a real lily white person, they don't want to uh, give you you know darker, darker skin. skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they match us absolutely completely with our uniforms and everything. So, <laughs> but it was more of a dangerous for the guys who were cutting the head off of the models because mm -hmm. they really kind of only had one take don't you think yeah exactly I, let's just say that that would be the the big and i can't please forgive me it's been so many years i can't remember if they had blood um you know packs right. in the models i would think they would have had i would to. think so i know it wasn't shown um it was even a shame they didn't even show the head when you fell like i know i have to tell shame. you after all after all that work, I felt so sorry for them because honestly, you just go, it's like, boom, and it's over. And I actually thought the part where the head rolled down was, was pretty cool. I have to tell yeah. you, I'm not a real big, I'm not, you know, mm -hmm. as into slasher as maybe some other right. people. But I have to say, I thought the heads rolling down looked pretty darn cool. <laughs> I think it would have been a, a really cool. And I mean, it's the, I mean, you've seen plenty of decapitations in all types of horror and slasher movies, but how many triple decapitations do you get to see it, in one scene? There you, and they exactly. ruined it by cutting it. They're exactly. not making it nearly as good as it could have been. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And literally, literally, I think they cut out like 
you know, it was originally like four seconds and they mm -hmm. cut it to like a second and a half. Yeah. It's so sad. And think of all the money that went into that. I do have to yeah. tell you one kind of interesting story yeah. um, related to that modeling of the head mm -hmm. is that I was in the movie Constantine, which stars mm -hmm. Keanu Reeves. Okay. Right? And I play the demon woman. Hmm, am I being typecast? So, uh, and in, as the demon woman, I had they had to make a mold of my head mm -hmm. again. So this time, I said, I want to put a kazoo in my mouth, or I want to put something in my mouth to part my lips slightly. So because when you press down so heavily, mm -hmm. I, you know I feel like yeah. I can't breathe, and it's not that comfortable to have a. Strop your nose, but right. anyway. So as as it turns out, the guy who was doing my head mold was exactly the same guy who had done it thirty years earlier. Ooh, uh, yeah, and nice. he definitely remembered it. And but n they had gotten much better at it, much faster. I think it took them nice. like 20, 20 minutes. That's or awesome. Yeah. So yeah. was Tom McLaughlin in there when you were getting the casting made up? No. Okay. Absolutely not. It was so me. It was and a guy okay so it was basically somebody hired by paramount that would uh that would basically you know that's his job to make all the molds of the bodies and the corpses oh, yeah. and all that okay. yeah, yeah. The, the director doesn't really um uh get himself involved in that in the right movie. yeah that makes sense though so uh, what was the best part about filming friday the 13th part six jason lives and what was the worst the best part was, um, so I was going to tell you this, that because, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, let's say, I, I, it's hard for me to remember just how old I was, but, um, <laughs> you know, because what I, what we decided was 30, 30, about 30 to 35, roughly. Yeah. I it came out it was, in 1986. So that means it was probably shot in 1985. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. So, um, you know, when you think that I began my career, my professional career mm -hmm. in 1972, I'd been working about 13 years. So Tom McLaughlin wanted our scene shot the very first in the movie. Mm -hmm. And the reason he did that is I can't remember if it was the first movie he had ever directed or, you know, at least the mm -hmm. first one for the Friday the 13th franchise. And he wanted to be ahead of schedule Mm -hmm. not behind he wanted the footage that was going back to the studios to look mm -hmm. really good so he put the pros in in the beginning mm -hmm. and the three guys i was working with were major pros also awesome. all That's three awesome. of them yeah so That's we awesome. shot the scene first so we got there two days prior to filming because mm -hmm. We all wanted to make sure we were there. We were in place and Tom McLaughlin wanted to go and do a rehearsal, you know, because mm -hmm. we had to go to the forest to do it. Right. And so the guys and I rented a car. This was outside of Atlanta. Mm -hmm. and we followed Sherman's March to the Sea <laughs> in our car. We, we, yeah, we went on a, a road trip mm -hmm. for a nice. day. Oh my gosh, that was like so crazy fun. Really fun. <laughs> that is very. And I fun. really and I bet I'm still friends with the guys. I don't keep in tight touch with them. Right. Believe me, if I saw them, That's I awesome. mean, I've seen Alan Blumenfeld probably the most. But okay, awesome. Um, yeah. Awesome. They're so, fun. what what uh, what was the worst part about filming the fr the franchise? That I had to leave my two very young children. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because I honestly, just to show you how, how few questions I asked when yep. I auditioned, I thought it was being shot in the back lot in, you know, Los Angeles. Because right. I had two little children. It was hard leaving the children, right. uh, but because they were young. The whole mm. experience was very pleasant. I have to tell you, That's it was far, oh yeah, oh yeah. We had so much fun. The three guys and I, we just had a ball. I can't remember that there was anything bad about it, honestly. Right. Tom was so happy to have us and we definitely did all of our stuff, not only on time, but we probably right. were ahead of schedule right. you know, for what he had, because we rehearsed one day. So by the time we went in to shoot it, Mm -hmm. This is the first day of shooting. And, and don't forget, the crew is all new also on that day. Right. So for Tom to establish his relationship with the crew, that's why he wanted experienced actors on that day. Right. Because a lot of the people who are in the film, obviously, are much younger. Right. 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 The camp yep. scenes and everything. Right. Yep. And I think this is the first and only Friday the 13th film to ever actually have kids at the camp, like actual kids. Ooh, ooh. which is re really cool <laughs> it's a nice touch <laughs> oh yeah yeah so uh, but i have to tell you something just and i hope those of you who love slasher movies forgive me mm -hmm. for this but when we went to the uh screening of the film mm -hmm. I, I and we're in the first 40 minutes the guys right. and I, right and and mm -hmm. the, there's the fun part where he's coming out of the oh there's i love the opening right. of that film it's really fun yeah. Yes. But about 40 minutes in, they're at the camp and I'm just terrible. I can't watch violence. So I'm finding that I'm looking down all the time. I'm looking down, I'm looking at, and I finally said to my husband, you know, we're paving a babysitter and I'm, I'm watching my crotch here. We might as well, I'm just looking out of my crotch. I said, really, we might as well go home because I'm not gonna be able to watch any of the rest of this. So we right. snuck out, but the okay. director saw us and he called me and said, did you not like it? I said, oh, Tom, forgive me. I'm so sorry right. I loved the beginning, but I just couldn't watch the end. And I was, you know, I had two <laughs> little kids at home. Yeah. Right. So. Did you ever watch the movie in its entirety though at all? Never? Wow. Forgive me. For no, it's fine. I mean, a lot of people don't like horror and slasher movies, even if they're in it. Like there's a couple of people I have interviewed that aren't fans of the movies. And like even people that I've, I've interviewed that they only watched the one they were in and they never seen any of the others and they never watched the one they were in again because they're not a fan of it like they're just you know some people are in it to you know either collect a paycheck other people are in it too you know because they it's fun to make but they can't watch it when it's put together because it's literally put together you're watching a movie now you're not making one you know i was Big thinking difference. about this last night because i knew we were going to have our interview today mm -hmm. and i was thinking about the fact that probably especially when i was younger Mm -hmm. To be an actor or an yep. actress, you have to be somewhat fragile. Right. You have to be very sensitive to your environment and mm -hmm. uh, to other, and very empathetic to other people. Mm -hmm. When other people are hurt, I feel it. I literally, viscerally feel it. Right. And so I have to. I had to. I have to be a little <laughs> careful of myself. Yep. Because now other people, they can watch that stuff. They're laughing. They're eating, you know, Cheetos and right. just having a ball. Right. And I get that. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm so sorry, but I'm just not one of those people. And that makes sense. I mean, a lot of everybody is now. Did your uh, kids ever see the movie? Oh, no. They no. Never... Oh, well, you know what? I don't know the answer to that. I don't know the answer to that. That's not okay. fair. 
PSA because yeah. they might have seen certainly the beginning of it. But I do have to tell you, out of I've done a lot of things. If you're certainly right. welcome to IMDb me and yeah. Ryerson, but I have gotten more fan mail from the Friday the 13th movie nice. than anything I've ever done. Anything. That's awesome. A lot yeah. of people say that. Do a they? Lot people, a lot of people say that, especially ones that I've interviewed, like they said they can't believe like they did this one movie and they never thought 35 years later they're still getting fan mail, wanting autographs and wanting pictures and even like interviewing, like, you know, you're interviewed with me, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. And, you know, they couldn't, they can't believe it 35 years later. And this, this franchise is a, it's got a huge following. Absolutely. Well, and I'd still get written fan mail about it even now. Not a nice. lot. But I get a nice. couple. I always, you know, some actors and actresses, bless them, everybody has their own style. But right. I do answer every single one. And That's I do awesome. sign things that people ask me to. And I send about that. Now I'll probably get like 4,000 because I'm saying this. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I, I always do. And um, I've done I've done another interview on camera. I think when they had mm -hmm. the when they had maybe the 25th anniversary of. Okay. Um, yeah, yes. or something I did. A, I think it was either the 25th. It might have been Crystal Lake Memories. I seen that. I don't know yes, if you were in that. Yes, that was that it. One. Okay, yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah so awesome. now uh, the, the second thing that I've gotten the most fan mm -hmm. mail about is I did a TV series called Private Benjamin. Okay. And I did the TV series Private Benjamin before I did Friday the right. 13th part six okay and i did use to get and it was a series so it was right. quite a bit so i did get quite a bit of fan okay. mail from that awesome mainly from prisons i said i'm popular in prisons isn't that flattering yeah you have all these inmates right in you but again you know i really did try most times i did um <laughs> i think i always sent something back because right Again, there for the grace of God go I, right? You have right. as we all have to be empathetic, you know, exactly to, everybody's plot in life. Exactly. So what was your most memorable moment filming Friday the 13th part six? Well, probably it was being in that forest because yeah, I actually had to do some paintball shooting, right? Right. Was that real paintballs? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it was really <laughs> nice. kind of fun. I enjoyed it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, we, we really did paintball shooting. Um, I I don't remember that I shot at the guys. I seem to recall that I was shooting at, at the trees, but I got pretty good at it. Right. Say, you know, because I'm, yeah, yeah, I'll just say that. It's, it's ironic though, because you mentioned that your son got into paintballing and the, the funny fact is you were playing a paintballer. Did he know that, at, did he know that at the time? You know, probably not. I'll, I'll have to tell him that. I, you know what? Thank you for saying that. I'm going to tell him tonight. I'll brag a little That's bit. That's good. You have to email me his response. Oh, you know, in fact, he was re got really good at paintballing. And That's I, awesome. He was a teenager, so I'd always have to drive him and his friends there right. and hang out and watch it. it, it it's fun to watch. It you is. Know, I remember that sometimes they would say that we really stung when it hit. Right. Right? Right, exactly. Are, so, are you a paintballer? I'm not a paintballer. My cousin is, but I'm not a paintballer. Yeah, I, I, I I'm not much of a. I was. I, I'm an Eagle Scout, and I did shoot like a shotgun and a rifle and all that. But like, I'm not really. I don't do much with guns and everything like that. 
Like I, I don't, I don't own any, like, I don't, I'm not into any of that stuff. Like I, I'm not, I don't know. I don't hunt. I don't do any of that stuff. I'm more of a, see, like my full-time job is a, I'm a senior web developer for the United States Coast Guard. Wow. Yep. Cool. And by the way, congratulations on being an Eagle Scout. Thank you. Not Thank easy. you. And uh, I just got notified that we have 10 minutes left and the room is oh. going to end. So just to let you know. Oh. Oh, yep. okay. All right. Yep. Um, I just got the notification. Um, apparently there's a 40 minute time limit or whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> three All right. Stupid. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. yes. I, I do. I chose to go the $15 a month one. You can go. Yeah. That's something I might have to do, especially if I have, uh, if I have multiple ones, because if you have multiple like people, then they usually get the 40. I don't know why it's, if I don't know if they change something or what's going on or why they, uh, why they have me down to 40 minutes now with uh that's the, yeah but yeah yeah, yeah yes right. I, I i you know uh, the other thing that i have a distinct memory mm -hmm. of on that shoot besides the fact that we went to joel chandler's house and we went right. you know you could get uh, a cotton plant and stuff in georgia right. and i remember going into a little store and getting a peanut bar with chocolate goobers uh, some mm -hmm. some sort of special right. that they have down there but the whole the motel was really fun too you have to understand awesome. when you're on set yeah and especially you're on location yeah it's fun it right. is fun. i mean there's yeah. probably some people who don't think it's fun yeah i thought it was fun right you, you were I'm i think party in girl. georgia right we, it was right outside of atlanta yep yeah. And if you're if you're a party person, you know, those sets are fun. Because... It wasn't my college days. <laughs> yeah. And I, and yeah. I, I like the guys. The guys are, right. are really fun, too. They were yeah. fun. So they mm -hmm. were up for, you know, I'm, I don't. Did we go to a club? We even you know, <laughs> we might have even gone to a club. We went out to dinner. We, we hung awesome. out for a couple of days. We really hung out a lot and we used to be in touch. Right. Like I said, quite a bit when we first came back. Mm -hmm. And I still, Alan Blumenfeld does a lot of live theater in Los Angeles. Right. So I've seen him in quite a few things. He's a very good actor. That's awesome. That's awesome. So how many days were you on set? On set? Literally, I think two. Nice. Yeah, because so I think we did the rehearsal day. Right. And then the shooting day. You know, it might have been it might've been a rehearsal and two days shooting. Definitely no more than that. Right. Because uh, again, Tom yeah. wanted to be ahead of schedule, ahead of, right. you know, and, not- It makes sense. That's what a good director does. He doesn't rush things, but he wants to be, he wants to be proficient and get things done as quick as possible as well without having to rush into it. Well, also if something went wrong later yep. in the film- he, could, he has the budget to bring his back. Yep. He has the time and he and has the, the then, leeway, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, which exactly. was smart of him. It really is. It really is. Yeah. So the last question I got for you is, uh, do you have any projects, social media, websites, or anything else you'd like to promote to the fans? Oh, you're so cute. Um, <laughs> well, thank you. Know, you. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Coast Guard, you know, I like this. <laughs> well, um, you know, I'm a member of two theater groups here in Los Angeles. I okay. read new, uh, I read plays for playwrights every Monday night. Okay. My group is called Fierce Backbone. Mm -hmm. So I do read um, new plays. And right. I'm also a member of Theater 40. So I do live shows and I do play readings. Awesome. I think the best way to, you know, I, I'm a, I think people, if they're interested in my career, which 
You don't have to be. Don't feel bad if you are. Uh, look up IMDb because yep. they have little clips of things I've done. Yeah, I've done some fun things. Awesome. I've, you know, I've done a, over a hundred appearances yep. on television. That's how I. That's how I got in touch with your agent. I, bl I believe it was your agent. Um, and then she put me in touch with you. Um, yeah. through uh, IMDb, I got yeah. your information. Exactly. That. Exactly. Yeah. So that's because. Right now, you know, filming is happening. Like, in, and by the way, give me a one minute warning or go or something if I'm talking too long because it's we have about maybe I'd say four minutes left. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But now <laughs> rough, rough estimate. Okay. Now I forgot what I was telling you though. Sorry. <laughs> but no, that's fine. So, yeah, like, like she oh, was saying, oh, I, I know what yep, I was going to say. Yep, so, I am to be. Well, no, no, I was going to say in Los Angeles right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, soap operas are shooting mm -hmm. you know they are yep. in a few commercials i don't do commercials anymore i'm okay i'm, I'm old enough now sorry i've got my <laughs> acting pensions i really just i don't do commercials anymore right but um movies and television are not still shooting too much yet and right. live theater will be the last thing to come back because the spoken word you, you have to speak loud right. and project your voice. People are close together, yep. you know, um, but I haven't, um, I haven't shot anything. Right. So Makes sense. Yeah. Well, I thank you for joining me. Well, I truly you. appreciate it. I wish we had more time, but the time limit is almost up or I would definitely be continuing this conversation. Uh -oh. I do appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Scotty. No and uh, all your fans, I think it's just... Thank you. I, I'm glad they have fun. Like I said, eating yep. cheetos and laughing and go, yeah, and all that. I, <laughs> exactly. I, I know. I I think it's really yep. great that people get such enjoyment out of... Out exactly. Of and I agree, too. Uh, before I let you go, I just want to say subscribe to me on YouTube, um, Slasher Scotty. It's a new YouTube account, so there's not that many fans. Uh, I mean, uh, subscribers yet on that one, so... Give me a subscription. You'll see all my interviews on there. And also, if you want to listen to the audio, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Openbox, CastBox, Wushka, Anchor, and a dozen others. Whoa. Well, so, can you, yeah, can you definitely uh, email me? I definitely will. I'll email you every once I get these uploaded. I'll send you an email with all the links to your to your interview. And you can listen to any other ones that are on there. Yeah, as well. yeah. I want to see yep. the rest of the interviews too. Definitely, I can I all can right. send you the anchor link. I have them all on there. They're all in, or and even the Apple Podcast. I can send you all of that. Okay. All right. All right. Thank all right. you so much. No, thank you, Scott. Yep. No problem. You have a good rest of your day. Thank you.